Gemara, the Darim Dafnun Aleph, Masech dedicated for Aslaha Miriam Bat Esther. Behekire Elohim Tenatin, I mean, begin today's Dafnun Amud Bet. And we start four lines from the bottom. Yomad Mehayech Be Rabbi. The day that Rabbi would laugh at Yapur Anutal Alman. That's the day that tragedy would come to the world. Rabbi, when he would be in pain, he would be the Kapara for the generation. So all the Puranut would go on Rabbi. When he left, nobody was taking the Puranut, and therefore it came onto the world. So he told Bar Kapara, please don't make me laugh. <coughs> Recording in progress. And if you don't make me laugh, I'll pay you. I'll pay you 40 measures of wheat. So Bar told them, so as long as I could choose which bundles, uh, you know, which measures. So 40 measures, I want to choose the measures. Shakal de Kulara so Bar took a big basket, Hafya Kufra, and he covered the top of it, or the bottom of it, with Kufra, with tar, so nothing will fall out of the uh, holes of the basket. And he turned it upside down on his, uh, on his head. So the opening of the basket was upside down. So he came to the bin, he told them, Okay, I'm ready to receive my payment of the 40 midot of wheat that you owe me. Anyway, when the bee saw him with the basket upside down on his head, and this whole uh, theatrics of Bar Kapara, Ahok Rabbi, made him laugh. Didn't I warn you? That you shouldn't make me laugh. I was just coming to get paid. Just also part of the laughter because now he can't get paid because he made him laugh. So that's the uh, that's the story over there. The Ben explains the Bar Kapara was Ragil to make Rabbi happy. This Kavana was Hashem Shamayim. And he had a lot of stress from all the responsibilities of the Sibur. So Bar Kapara was trying to you know, lighten it up. That, that's, that was Bar Kapara's uh, intent. So he tells the daughter of Rabbi. Tomorrow I'm going to drink some wine. And your father's going to be dancing, and uh, your mother's going to be uh, what singing. Ben El Asha Hatanid Rabbi Hava. Ben El Asha was the son-in-law of Rabbi Vashir Gadola. He was a very wealthy man. As Menel Lebehelula, the Rabbi Shimon be Rabbi. So Rabbi's son, Rabbi Shimon, got married. So invited Bar Kapara to the wedding. Amale Bar Kapara to Rabbi. My Toeva. The wedding, he's doing like badhanut, but not like they do badhanut today where they make jokes. He made like weird Torah riddles. So he tells them, Torah What does Torah mean in the Torah when it talks about Mishkav Zachur? Calls it Torah So whatever the Rabbi explained the Torah is, Parcha uh, Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara refuted it. Amar Le Parsheat. Okay, so you explained it. Amar le titi 
First, let your wife come and pour me a cup of wine. So she poured him a cup of wine. And then come do a dance in front of me, and uh, I'll uh, explain it to you. So bottom line, he had his wine, he had his dance. And now what happened? Tu'eba is like an acronym of Tu'eba. You're making a mistake in this type of relation. If you think this is, this is the type of relation, you're wrong. With uh, two men, it should be with a man and a lady. Therefore, it's a mistake. In order to get the next cup of wine, when it says that uh, if a lady goes with an animal, Torah calls it Tevin. So the same thing happened again. Like the first case. <coughs> what is it? I don't know. He refuted him. Give me a cup of wine. Uh, go dance in front of me. He did the whole thing. Do what I told you, meaning pour the wine and dance in front of me. Um, he did it. It's like a rhetorical question. Is there any Hana'ah? In the bi'av, uh, an animal more than the bi'av, uh, a person. What, what, what did you think you're gonna taste in this bi'av uh, here? Any anything different? It's not different. So therefore, what do you what, 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 what do you think you're gonna get? Tablinish ba. When the Torah says that you're not allowed to have your daughter and she goes commits znut. So Torah says zima. What is the word zima? Ha'ar is zima. The world will be filled with zima. So do exactly what I told you before. The wine, the dancing. Zima. You don't know who the girl is. Because the mother has so many biot with so many different men. So therefore she's uh, unknown. Zumahi. We don't know the yelet. Ben Asha was a rich guy. He wasn't used to this type of behavior, and he felt that Bar Kapra was disrespecting his father-in-law. That's it. Him and his wife picked up, and they left the wedding. My Ben El Asha, who was this Ben El Asha? What was his power? The Tanya. Uh, he spent his money on a uh, special haircut. He wanted to show everybody the special haircut that the Kohen Gadol used to take. It's a very, very unique type of haircut in its beauty. What is it like? That the the root of one hair reaches the top of the other hair. So the root reaches the hairs. Every hair is cut in a certain way that's beneath the hair above it. Therefore, it's a very expensive haircut. It's tedious, obviously. And Ben Elasha spent all this money to you know to get such a get such a haircut. So we said it's mutar when the person makes a neder. Uh, to have da'alat rimutsa. We didn't know what that was, da'alat rimutsa. So the Bible says, my da'alat rimutsa, Amar Shemuel, kara karkuza'eh. It's a gourd. It's a type of gourd that comes from karkaza. Rabbashe Amar da'alat atimunah beremes. That's the way we learned in the Mishnah. Da'alat, that's um, timunah that's insulated in 
ashes, hot ashes, that's the way they cook it. Remetz, remetz is hot ashes. Eti ve Rabbina l'Rabashe, Rabbi Nehemya Omer, Dala'at Aramiti, Dala'at Ametzrit, Kilayim ima yevanit, Kilayim ima remutza. If you take a Dala'at Aramit, that's a type of gourd, and you take it with a Dala'at Ametzrit, and uh, you take it with a different type of gourd, and there'll be kilayim, meaning if you crossbreed them, it'll be kilayim with uh, the yevanit, and it'll be kilayim with the rimutzah. So you see that rimutzah is not a mm-hmm. way you're cooking it, but it's a type of actual style of it. Mm-hmm. So there was a question on the opinion that says that they heated it up in ashes. You know what it says to yufta? Mm-hmm. It's a question. So a guy makes a neder from ma'aseh kedera, that's something that's made in a kedera. En asur elam ma'aseh letahta, only from things that are heated very well. Amar kunama yured la kedera shani to'em. So if he says that anything that goes into a kedera, uh, then asur bechola na'asa bechedera, then that doesn't matter. Anything that goes into a kedera will be asur. Tanya, hanoder mena yured la kedera, if he says that anything that goes into the kedera, is going to be forbidden. Now the ilfas is a, uh, uh, the part that they fry it in, but they put it in the kedera first, before they put it into the mahabat. So therefore it was yored the kedera. Even though it didn't end in the kedera, doesn't matter. She kevar yarad the kedera kodem shirad the ilfas. Min hayored la ilfas, but if he says that they're making a neder from yored la ilfas, mutar be yored la kedera. Because there we said, yored um, le'ilfas, that, that, that comes out of the ilfas. So therefore it's mutar be yored the kedera, because you didn't put it in the ilfas. Very simple, that's an easy case. You, you only will say things that go into the uh, ilfas. It didn't go into the ilfas, it went to the kedera. Uh, kedera. This is a different case. This is not yored, this is na'asa that was made in the kedera, which uh, sounds like it was finished in the kedera. Mutar b'naasa be'ilfas, because it wasn't finished in the kedera. It started in the kedera, then goes to the ilfas. So if you say how you read the kedera, so then yeah, it went in the kedera, then went into the ilfas. So therefore that'll be a suit, because it went into the kedera. You read the kedera, but if you say naasa be'kedera, it sounds like it's finished in the kedera. <coughs> and therefore the item that started in the kedera and ended in the ilfas is not going to be included. Mina naasa be'ilfas. Mutar ben asab kedera. Obviously, if you say that the item is finished in the ilfas, it'll be permissible the item that's finished in the kedera. Hanoder mina yored the tanur. If he says I'm making a neder against things that go into the oven, and asur ena bepat. That's the main item that goes into the oven. Bread. Bimamar kol naasat tanur alai. Anything that's made, or kol maaset tanur alai. Then everybody is more inclusive. Asur bechol naasim betanur. Matnitin. If he says he's forbidding himself from kavush, which is uh, pickled things, and let's say uh, or kavush is uh, in salt water, preserved, and asur elam in a kavush liarak, it only includes vegetables that are pickled. But if he says kavush and itoem, asur bechol kavushim, it's more inclusive. It's all type of things that are pickled. Mena shaluk, we learn shaluk in nashun bnei adam means an item that uh, is not fully cooked. Eno asur elam in a shaluk shel basar refers to meat. Shaluk sheani to'em, asur bechol ha-shalukim, it's going to be more inclusive, it's going to include everything. Amar le-rav ha-bered, rav aviyad, rav asher, amar dikhvish, okay, it's a dalid, right? This, that is kavush, my, dishlik, 
This teres shaluk my ditzli, my dimli, my mash, my hechin mashma. Does the dalid uh, come along and make it more inclusive, or does the dalid make it limited? We don't know how that dalid uh, works. It could be the dalid works like a hey yidiyah. Uh, therefore, he's only saying you know, hatsli, only certain <coughs> items like meat and things like that. Or maybe it's including more items. Tiba'eh. Yemenah leaves it in a teku. Nitin, minatsali. If a guy says minatsali, asur, ela minatsli shil basar. Tsli includes roasted. En asur, ela minatsli shil basar. Only meat that's roasted. Salisha and itoem is more inclusive. Asur bechonet tsli, anything that's roasted. Minamaliyah, salted. Uh, it only includes fish. More inclusive, without the hayyidiyah. Uh, is the, then that's always more specific. But if it just says, Maliyah she'anitu'im, asur bechol ha'meluchim, will be asur also. Dag dagim she'anitu'im, said dag dagim. Asur bahem, ben gedulim, ben ketanim, ben meluchim, ben tefilim, whether they're big or small, whether they're salted or unsalted. Ben hayim, ben mevushalim, whether they're raw, whether they're cooked, umutar, betarit, terufa. But it's permissible with cut up fish. Um, because when you say dag dagim, it's mashma a whole fish and not fish that is cut. Ubemurias, ubesir ubemurias. See, the murias is the <coughs> the brine that comes out of the fish that was not included in dag dagim. And the fats that come out of the fish, that's not included. Hanoder mina sahana. Sahana is like a mixture of small fish uh, that are salted. Some of them are. Whole and some of them are uh, cut. Then asur betarit terufat. And you asur in these cut up fish that are mixed up. Mutar betzi, but again, does not include the brine. And the bemurias does not include the fat of the fish. And oder betarit terufat. Again, even if he's oder betarit terufat, it's still mutar besir ubemurias. So again, whenever he says something about fish, he'll never oser seed and murias. Tanya, the bishul men alzar omer. Dag she'anitu'em. When he says dag, asur begedolim. Umutar beketanim. So I guess dag implies big. Daga she'anitu'em. Daga, that's asur beketanim. Dag daga, well it's both. She'anitu'em. Asur ben begedolim. Ben beketanim. Amalera papanabim. Imaide dag she'anitu'em gadol. How do you know that the word dag means a big fish? Dikhti bayona. Vayman Hashem dag gadol. The blow it yona. Dag gadol came to swallow yona. Vakiti, but it says... It sounds like it's the same fish. If you say it's the same fish, so one time we call it a dag, one time we call it a daga. So you see it's a big fish. So you see that dag daga is big fish. Why did you say daga is small fish? Maybe it wasn't the same fish. Maybe the first fish that was a big fish spit him out and uh, he got swallowed into a smaller fish. And therefore, uh, that's why he prayed in the small fish because he was more uncomfortable in, in, in the second fish. How can he feel no, a smaller fish? Smaller. Dag is a big fish, and Dag has a smaller fish in relation Relative. to right in relation to the, to the dog. So therefore, and the, the Gemara does say that that uh, that she there was a dog was a male fish, and Dagah was a female fish, which was less room in the belly because uh, she was pregnant. Ella, but anyway, that's what the Gemara wants to say. So if we have no ra'ayah, we can say that uh, maybe um, dag is, is a big fish and dagah is a small fish and we swallow it into two fish. Ela, we have another question. When it came to the makah of dam, it says that dagah and the or died. So ketani metu, gedulim lo metu, only the small fish died. Hadagah, the big fish didn't die. Ela, dagah, mashma, gedulim, or mashma, ketanim. It can mashma both ways. 
Okay, when it comes to the darim, you go after the vernacular of the people. The vernacular of the people, uh, dag is big, daga is small. Hanoder mena sahana, sahana, so we said is mutar in sir and murias. Amar le rabinan, rabasheh, amar arelai sihin. Okay, maybe sihin is more inclusive. My, maybe that includes even murias and sir. Tiba'e, tiba'e, that's a teku. Okay, any, uh, the Iran's over here, basically all straightforward over here. All right, that's it.